0: feel like I just need to pray. Let me let me pray and see how I feel. Heavenly Father, I just I don't have the words, Lord. I I just know that you this is what you called me to, Lord. And every time I sit in front of this setup, uh, I feel anxious. I feel out of place. I feel like an imposter. I feel confused. I feel like I have nothing of value to say, Lord, but still here I sit because this is where you've called me in this moment. And I'd rather be where you called me than to live outside of it, Lord. And so I don't know what I'm asking. I'm asking, Lord, for you to take the doubt, take the worry, take the fear, take the anxiety that's currently in my heart and in my spirit out of it father god and that you would use this for your glory ultimately lord i don't know what that looks like i don't know what i'm doing here i don't know why you have me here uh but still i sit here lord as your as your faithful servant father god and i want to continue to be your faithful servant doing your work father as best as i know how thanks in jesus name amen So what's up everybody, I know it's been a minute, Uh, Letitia here, the host of the interlude, the creator of the interlude, Um, and I'm here, Uh, despite all the odds, despite my doubt, despite my fear, despite um, the bad thoughts that come into my mind, um, the critical thoughts that come to my mind, I am here. So welcome back. I think I want to thank you all for just being patient with me as I figure out this journey step by step, moment by moment, minute to minute. I definitely don't have it figured out. So I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I appreciate the encouragement. And I just actually want to tell you guys a quick story. It's kind of crazy because um, once I posted the first episode of my podcast, I felt super overwhelmed. I felt super insecure. I felt like this isn't is this right? Is this the way that I should be doing it? Uh, And what I'm learning about myself is I'm kind of a perfectionist when I have to put my name on something or if it's something that I'm trying to communicate. Um, I question if I do it accurately. I question if I do it well. I question if I'll be understood. I question how I'm perceived. I question all of those things. And all of those thoughts came flooding in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit after I released that last podcast. And I can't even listen to it to tell you the truth. Um, It just gives me so much anxiety. Um, And I think the Lord has been using that because ever since I released that one podcast steadily, week by week, every couple of days, somebody will come up and tell me something that's positive about it. And so I just, I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you all for uh, encouraging me because that's really what's gotten me here today. And I could tell you just as I was setting up today, as I was thinking about what I want to communicate to you guys on episode two, I felt the same feelings that I felt. I felt overwhelmed. Um, I felt scared. I felt nervous. I felt like I would be misinterpreted interpreted I felt like I didn't have much to add to the conversation. I don't even really know what I'm supposed to say or why I'm even here. And so all I know is that this is what the Lord is calling me to. I don't know why I'm called. I don't know if one will hear or many will hear, if if what I'm saying has any value or even makes any sense. I just know I'm called. And so I'd rather be and do what the Lord has called me to do versus Avoid it. And so I'm back here with episode two of The Interlude. So, what's The Interlude? I mean, t- to say it frankly or to simplify it, it's my heart. It's unfiltered, it's raw, it's unedited, but it is processed. So, like I told you guys, or maybe you know this about me, I'm an observer. And so I feel completely out of my element talking into a microphone to seemingly no one uh, about my life or about my experiences or about what I'm thinking because one, I don't think anyone cares because why would they? Uh, and two, it just seems bizarre. And so what I'm coming to know is that um, this is my relationship with the Lord, my conversation with the Lord, my heart cry to the Lord in real time, uh, on camera, on microphone being recorded in this moment. And it gives me anxiety. I think it's what stresses me out. I think that the devil really has an issue with me being transparent. I think I've spent a lot of my life, not I think, I know I've spent a lot of my life filtering, um, my thoughts filtering my feelings, or frankly, just downright suppressing my feelings. And so, I figured if I'm gonna keep it all the way real, like I told you guys I would in this podcast, that I would really have to pause and in episode two, just give you my monologue. And so, this is just a conversation and really just a free flowing thought of like my heart and where I'm currently at with the Lord. And so for those that don't know me, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Letitia Williams. I am the daughter of Anthony and Linda Upchurch. I have daddy issues. Uh, I can say that with confidence now, or I can say that with transparency now, that I uh, have come to a point in my life, in my 30 years, that I recognize that the absence of fatherhood or the absence of biological fatherhood has really impacted the way that I view the world. It has impacted the way that I view relationships particularly with men um, and it's where I'm at right now um, it doesn't control me it doesn't um, it's not a stronghold over me or anything like that but I'm at a place through therapy, which we'll talk about, that I can acknowledge that um, a lot of who I am has been molded or shaped by a relationship standard that I didn't have and didn't know that I needed. So I'm Letitia Williams, I'm 30 years old, I am single, I have no children, I live alone, I got two siblings, um, and I got some friends that I would ride to the ground for and with. Um, I'm a social worker. Uh, That's important to you. you Got a master's degree in social work. I work with teenagers for a living, and it's been the time of my life for the last decade. I'm a believer, Um, so you'll listen to my podcast and you'll hear my relationship with the Lord in and through it. And you're always welcome to ask me questions about it. Um, I know not everyone's going to believe in God in this podcast, but uh, it's what centers me. It's what roots me. It's what allows me to be before you today, having conversations and not crippling uh, or um, succumbing to the fears that I have in my life. And so, it's a little bit about who I am. I'm a black woman and, um, my blackness is, is just as important to me as my belief in Jesus Christ. I don't think that those can be desegregated for me. I I recognize that I'm a Christian and I'm a believer and also that the Lord built me and created me, um, to live out my life through the lenses of a black woman. And so that's what I am and that's who I am. Um, And I'm proud of that, Uh, I'm confused by that at times, I'm overwhelmed by that, I'm disheartened by that. It's hard to live in this world sometimes as a black person in an evangelical belief system, white evangelical belief system. And so that's just a little bit about me. One of the, 2020 has been A crazy year Like it's been a wild ride Especially for me And not in the ways that people have been talking about Not necessarily because of COVID-19 Although obviously it's given me a lot more time to process And think through where I'm at in my life And where I want to go Racial injustice and racism is at an all-time high Which has been overwhelming for me Um, and has allowed me to see my identity in a way that I didn't know that I would if it wasn't so front and center. And when I say front and center, it's always been front and center for me. Um, But what hasn't been so front front and center, maybe just based on where I live, is the blatant disrespect sometimes and the blatant disregard for what people who look like me go through on a day-to-day basis, especially by believers. I think it's been confusing for me. It's been heartbreaking at times. It's been upsetting to know that the people, some people that I've really come up with my whole life don't understand what's happening in the world or are unable to like pause and really look at it from my perspective. It's a weird spot to be, to have to explain to someone why the way that we do policing in this country is harmful, why the color of my my skin impacts the way that I walk through life, um, it, and we'll talk more about that. That'll be all through this podcast, quite frankly, but I just want you to know that my, my lens is really hyper-focused on what's been going on in terms of racism and, and police brutality and just my experience with that. But really why 2020's been crazy is because uh your girl went to therapy. So I started therapy uh in September actually. After just a, a a couple of a couple of things, a couple of relationships that didn't go the way that I expected them to that took me to a place that I've never been re- before and anyone who knows me knows that emotionally I'm pretty even killed like I don't get ramped up really easily. I don't drop down to like despair and crying my eyes out easily. But I would say there was a period from like June till right up until like my first couple of weeks of therapy in September that I really didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I was, I would be crying. I would be curled up in a ball. I'd be so just upset by the way people viewed me By the way people treated me um, And it really just led me to go to therapy Like it, it got me to a spot Where I could not manage on my own anymore It got me to a spot where I was just like Everything around me was overwhelming My brain was foggy I was upset Relationships weren't going the way that I expected it to be People said things to me um, And acted as if they cared about me And then they switched it up on me And it was just like things that if I was talking to someone and like supporting someone and helping them navigate through, like I would have all the answers for them. But when it came to me, like I didn't have those answers for myself. I didn't even know where to get them. Like literally all I could do was cry, journal, cry, journal, cry, journal. And I was just so upset one day that I was like, boom, like there's, I mean, I felt like I had hit rock bottom emotionally and I didn't know what else to do. And so I just decided to um, call a therapist, and I haven't looked back since. Like I said, it's opened up some things for me, like some some deep rooted daddy men issues in my heart and in my mind. Um, it's opened up a can of worms in terms of like fear that I didn't know that I had. Um, And it's been overwhelmingly healing for me, even though it's been completely heartbreaking at the same time. And that's how I can honestly stand up before you now, because if you would have talked to me three months ago, two months ago, nine weeks ago, I've been in counseling for nine weeks, I, I really would be curled up in a ball, like... Not being able to effectively communicate, not having the language that I hoped I would for my emotions. And so it's been quite the journey. And I don't think that I'm on the other side yet, but I know the Lord's good for it. And I know that even if I had the opportunity to go backwards and um, change or or reimagine some of the relationships that I've had over the last year, I, I wouldn't do it like this time that I've had to be like completely transparent with the Lord and with my heart and how I feel about things has been like monumental for me. And so, if you take any way anything away from this podcast today, because I'm always trying to give you a word, is like, don't wait to get help. I mean, like, I I work with kids, I work with teenagers, and I tell them these things all the time. Like, I promise you in 10 years, in 20 years, like, you don't want to be dealing, like, this The stuff doesn't get easier to deal with, like, w- once you notice that you're a little bit off, or you're having issues, or you need support, um, or you need to talk to someone, or you, you recognize, you don't recognize yourself in the mirror, like, that is the moment in time to go seek out help, whether that's a friend, whether that's a stranger talking to a therapist that you don't know, like, you can't do it on your own. And i that's the place that I've had to come to, come to is that I've just had to completely like, like kill my ego, like completely kill my ego. And it's been the best thing that I have ever done in my life is to kill my ego and com- be completely honest about where I'm at. Um, it's the most free I've ever felt. Um, it's the most liberated I've ever felt. It's the most not people pleasing I've ever felt. Like I'm really at this place and I'm noticing the shifts in myself that like somebody can say something to me and I can let it roll off my shoulders instead of analyzing or micro or micro looking at the, looking at what they say and like thinking about the criticisms over and over and over again. I'm at a place now where I can Just let it go and and recognize that I'm not for everyone. Everyone's not for me. I can't control outcomes. And that's okay. It's okay for me to not be what people expect me to be. It's okay for me to give myself grace. It's okay for me to take care of myself. It's okay for me to disagree. It's okay for me to slow down. And I just wouldn't have gotten there um, for myself if I didn't take this time that I'm taking currently for, to heal and to dig up, um, some of the things that I had buried that I didn't even know I had buried. So that's what's up. Thank you, 2020. Uh, it doesn't feel good. I don't want to go back, but I needed it. And, uh, and I can say that with certainty that, that I needed it. And so that's just a little bit about me. That's a little bit about my beliefs. That's a little bit about where I come from, what I have to offer, um, and and just know that I I don't take this lightly. I don't take you listening to me lightly. I don't take this quote unquote platform. I don't even know that it's a real platform, but I don't take this voice lightly. Someone told me the other day that I communicate what what they have in their heart and their mind. And I don't take that lightly. Like I I hold that with the utmost responsibility. I hold that with the utmost humility. Um, and I'm just glad that you all choose to be a part of the ride. I I know there's lots of other things that you could be listening to. There's lots of other things and other voices that are parts of conversations. And so I just appreciate you taking the time to listen To little old me, uh, a a nobody, really, um, that just needed a place to communicate what the Lord has impressed upon my heart. So thank you. And without further ado, I want to formally, formally welcome you to the family. Welcome to the interlude.